0: When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
1: Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil.
2: And welcome to the Top 10 of Anything podcast.
1: Let's start the countdown!
2: With the shaking hips, curled lip, jet black pompadour, Elvis Presley is the undoubted king of rock and roll. From Tupelo, Mississippi, to Graceland, to Vegas, Elvis has been an icon for seven decades and will probably be forever. So we are going to count down his top 10 songs. Well, it's now or never. So here's our very own teddy bear, Mr. Iconic himself, Neil, with 10 facts about the king.
1: Thank you very much, Pab. So Elvis, as we know, is an astounding and a celebrated figure in the music world. But did you know he didn't write a single one of his songs? <laughs> oh,
0: El- <shit. laughs>
1: Elvis's signature look was his black locks slicked back into the side. Shockingly, this wasn't the look he was born with. He cultivated it to make his hair black. He would use shoe polish to cover his sandy coloured trusses. It seems that when Elvis is brought up in conversation, the name Priscilla immediately follows. However, their relationship would be quite scandalous in today's world, even illegal, as Priscilla was very young, only 14 at the start of their courtship. When 1974 rolled around, Elvis was almost unrecognizable thanks to his new look. The king had a soft spot for fried foods and it took up a hefty percentage of his diet. One of his favourites, the Fool's Gold Sandwich, otherwise known as an entire loaf of bread hollowed out and filled with peanut butter, bacon and banana. Elvis had a fling with Cher in between her marriages between Sonny Bono and Greg Allman. Elvis was a big germaphobe. (laughs) He loved his guns and had a vast collection. He would carry them at most times on his tours and walks around Memphis. Elvis recorded an album with no songs on it. Due to a contract he had to live up to, he released Having Fun With Elvis On Stage, which is all spoken word. Elvis had a passion for the law enforcement. He would often pass the time pulling over speedy drivers by attaching a police siren to his car. And Elvis loved TV and movies. He used to watch three TVs at once, and he loved Monty Python. With their movie, the Holy Grail, he would watch it over and over again.
2: Well, Thank you very much. That's all I got to say about it. Thank you (laughs) very (laughs) much. Now, you just heard the Dulcet Tones. Firstly, hello, Neil. How are you?
1: Hello, Pav. I'm very well. Thank you.
2: Good, good, good. And uh, the Dulcet Tones you heard then is uh, our very good friend and the top Elvis tribute act in the country, in the world. Uh, In the world. About that, not in the world. No, 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 no. Oh, you're you're taking the country. That's what I like. Yeah, not
3: not the country. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe Gloucestershire.
2: (laughs) Uh, It's Aaron. Hello, Aaron. It's lovely to see you, mate.
0: good to see you. you
2: It's right now. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm talking for myself. I'm an Elvis fan, but I'm an Elvis fan in regards to the fact that like I've got his greatest hits. Do you know what I mean? When it comes to being an Elvis tribute act. Yeah. You have to be a bit more. I mean, obviously, you're an Elvis fan, but oh yeah, massive. But yeah. is it is it more? You know all the deep cuts. You know all the, the, the all of the albums. And...
3: Um. Yeah. I suppose so. There's still stuff I find new stuff even today. Uh, you know, I'm always looking for because he recorded some like just under 800 songs or something. So there's always new ones. Well, it's some new versions of those songs coming out, and even every now and then I hear a song I've never heard before. Believe it or not. So um, yeah, there's still plenty out there, and say different versions that uh, I like to find.
2: Yeah, it's I was I was listening to Elvis all day today because I want to get <laughs> myself in the mood mood for it. But it's amazing. Obviously, he didn't just do songs that obviously he never wrote, but that other yeah. people wrote. But he did so many covers of other people's songs as well, didn't he?
3: Oh yeah, there was just like so, so many, and uh, he always put his own little twist on them, either speed them up or rearrange them, or uh, you know. Um, Miss verses out, or, um, you know, just put his own little spin on it, how he wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's quite interesting. Um, Yeah, and, uh, yeah, from from the the gospel, you know, the gospel songs, the country songs, the rock and roll, you know, it was just a fusion of everything. And uh, he'd just try anything, I suppose.
2: Yeah. What about you, Neil? You were... Oh, I'm an Elvis
1: fan. I, yeah. I've, um, yeah, I wouldn't say I was a all-out-and-out out Elvis fan, but I've got a lot of admiration and a lot of time for his music. I've, I mean, I've been to Graceland's. <laughs> Neil's
3: been to Graceland's Graceland. Graceland. <laughs> Have you oh, not? Yeah. No, no, no. Like Phoenix, now, yeah.
1: I mean, it was over 20 years ago, so I'm sure yeah, it's yeah. probably changed a bit. But yeah, I, I ventured out to Memphis and had a little homage to the, to the epic building. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I was going to say, Aaron, um, is there an Elvis song that you haven't yet done live that you want to uh
3: oh yeah it's, it depends where obviously if you're doing a party and <laughs> everybody's up dancing then you can't chuck in a really slow ballad and, <laughs> and or a sad ballad and because there's quite a lot of sad ballads like the late 70s was filled i think after his divorce there's a lot of sad ballads in there and um you know a lot, I, I, a, lot of, a lot of stuff about daddy as well Mm. Yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's very, um, I think, it's a state of mind he was in probably at the time. Maybe, um, uh, and I quite like those ballads. That I think the feeling in his voice um. Um, and, the, and the emotion. I think like like for me. And but yeah, so you, you can't do them. At, uh, you know. At, uh, at a birthday party, <laughs> right no. kill the um, mood or in the yeah, corner, yeah, so. singing old
1: whatever. Yeah, minute.
3: yeah, all them, Yeah. So obviously, when when I do the Elvis events, the big events, you can you can do these songs, mm. um, you know, because pe- people obviously know, know them and they you know maybe appreciate them and understand them a bit more. So yeah. yeah. So,
1: so. And musically, do you have a favourite period of Elvis?
3: Um, yeah, it's, it's got to be I think um, 1969 to about 71. Um, um, just after he, came, after he did the 68 comeback. And then he started um, he started going and doing his live stuff after all the movies had finished. And, uh, and he started getting back in the studio and he did stuff like In the Ghetto, um, Kentucky Rain. Mm. Um, it's a place called the American Sound Studios. And he was in there. And he, he recorded a lot of um, really great stuff. And he, he, I think his bo- vocally was fantastic then. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, we will get on to the top 10. Like, like, but, yeah. Um, obviously you've very kindly come and done some live shows for us and that mm. our, our pancast shows that, yeah, we, it, that we did a lot of fun and, yeah and we i can remember both of us when we saw your jumpsuit about and we were like <laughs> mesmerized a about yeah. how glorious it looked yeah. and B how fucking heavy it was mm. oh yeah yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah but yeah. one thing about your act is you do go for sort of authenticity don't you and try and be as close to is that is that yeah, what it is like in the elvis tribute world like we'll uh, find fans... um
3: yeah i think it is it's, it's um it's, i think it's just paying your tribute how you want to pay you know some got all they got different guys who pay different ways you know and but i think it's just been um yeah just just obviously put a little bit yourself in there as well and um you know if you want to um yeah just yeah i suppose just enjoy it really and yeah so put a little bit of your own spin on it sometimes um yeah,
2: and, yeah, so it's... yeah. It's, uh, if you ever get a chance to see Aaron, honestly, some of the costumes that he wears. I mean, you've got the the full leather '68.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leather and stuff the, as well, aren't you? Yeah, and all the suits come from America, so they're they're all um, they're all sort of ordered from America and uh, quite expensive. And um, the company that uh, I get them from, um, Elvis is the guys used to design them. Used to work for that company, right? So they've got all the original sort of. Um, sort Designs for the suits and stuff, so yeah, so
2: that's crazy. Um, I'm sure you'll give us some um little fascinating facts about certain songs as Yeah, I'll try up, to <laughs> as we go on because yeah. uh, I've, I've got like who wrote them and what type, what year they came out for my yeah, top 10, right. but, but yeah. so Aaron, what's your number 10?
3: Right, I thought I'd start with a gospel song because uh, gospel music was very uh, important. Oh uh sort of wind down singing gospel songs after the shows with his friends and stuff and it's a song called stand by me not the okay. stand by me
1: yeah
3: um i just love the words to that and uh it's a very beautiful song is uh, it yeah, it's,
2: so it's, what what era is that from is that the uh, late
3: 60s early 70s is it? yeah i think, no, i think it's um I think late is it late 50s and maybe oh, into right. the 60s yeah i think there's a couple of versions of it um yeah so it's uh yeah, it's, it's, it's always obviously the gospel album, um, if you listen to the gospel, yeah. But it's, um, mm. Yeah, I, I just really like that song, so, yeah.
1: I've okay. written it down, I'm going to have to have a listen. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> There's going to be but, a lot of songs that I don't know, because like you said, yeah. he's done yeah. so many and so many albums. Yeah. Um, so I had to, I, what I basically did is look at my iTunes account and see which ones I've listened to the most, and then the I've right, taken yeah. them as my top yeah. ten. And I've gone for The Lonesome Tonight, but the version yeah. with the laughter in. That's oh yeah, exactly, that yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got that point. as
2: my number six. With the, the, the <laughs> again I, specifically the laughing version. Yeah, laughing, I think yeah. it
1: shows Elvis as being human to me. Oh yeah, yeah. You know because oh, yeah. he
2: became such a
1: an icon, such a god Um that you forget that he was just in, at the end of the day a human, wasn't he? Made yeah, oh, a little bit oh, troubled completely. at the end, but yeah. he was human, and I think that version. It makes me laugh or even smile. I can never listen to it without having a little titter myself. But yeah, I think yeah, I,
3: I, sure. I,
2: I, I just looking at there's some um, footage on YouTube of him, I think, practicing for Vegas shows in the studio. And oh, he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he pretends like he gets electric shock off the um, yeah, and, and, fall, <laughs> and falls off the it, it's so funny. And yeah, he, like he's a guy that had a really good sense of humor, he wasn't full of oh, himself. Yeah, really yeah he genuinely yeah. looks like he's somebody that like likes to have like fun with everybody and was yeah he was just pissing about while they're all trying to trying to like like practice properly because I, th- I can imagine that he was also a stickler for perfection when it came to his band
3: oh yeah i think the band thing i, I think someone said uh, i read somewhere like the boredom of, of the vegas shows doing two shows a night for a month in you know like all the time i was just think. You know, I think someone said he used to get quite bored easily and he was, he was always looking for, you know, so I think that was a way of kind of, you know, just maybe enjoying the shows more maybe, you know. Mm. You yeah. know? So, you know, just little things like that. They'd find little things to, you know, go off on a tangent. And yeah, but that is a great version, that is. That is yeah. a great version.
2: Uh, right, my number 10 is um, from the movie Viva Las Vegas and it yeah. is Viva Las Vegas. Vegas, oh, that, yeah. That will be my number four. Oh, that's your number four, Neil, yeah. okay <laughs> um Yeah. Yeah, well, it's iconic, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> just take a take a leaf out of Neil's book there for that one. <laughs> um, I I love Elvis movies. I don't know what it is about Elvis movies, but they are great. I, I they're a little bit for me like Carry On films. It's like the you they're so comforting to yeah. watch a good Elvis movie, you know. And I think um, something like Viva Las Vegas, they're very much of their time. Um, yeah. But and I and I don't would say I think it's different for you, Aaron, when it comes to the singing. When I do some singing, I haven't got any of the songs that Elvis like, "Suspicious Minds" or "All Shook Up" or Burn in Love," because I think I've heard them too many times. Right. Because I've because I've sung them yeah. and, they, and they just mm. aren't they don't feel like they would be in my top ten. So I haven't put any of those in my top ten. Um, yeah. Right. So that's your number four. Right then, Aaron, your number nine.
3: Um, it's I thought I'd go for movie song because Obviously, okay. that is it was 10 years that I was doing these movies for, and it's a song called Edge of Reality, Ooh, and okay. it's sort of, yeah, and it's um, it's on the B side of your fucking dream. The you know, the song they put it on the B side of that, and it's off the film Live a Little, Love a Little, uh, yeah. and I, it's got the most weirdest video that you've ever seen. So, yeah, if you ever go on YouTube, find the uh, the video for uh, Edge of Reality, it's a very strange video, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> That's why I, I like it.
2: <laughs> I know we said deep cuts, but
3: that is a, yeah, yeah. a
2: B-side of something. I mean, that's yeah, a deep, yeah. deep cut.
3: Yeah, if I can dream, yeah.
2: Okay, no, that's cool. I think it's going to be a bit of an education because I'm quite uh, – like Neil said, that Elvis is – you know his picture and you know the the image of him so much. But when you see yeah. him or when you hear songs – like today I was listening to a lot of Elvis and there are a lot of songs that I'd never heard before. hmm. And you sort of think, oh, my God, what a really good song that was. And it's not your usual, you know, jailhouse rock or anything. It's it's something a bit different. So I think it's going to be interesting sort of finding some of these newer songs. Yeah. Um, right, Neil, you're number nine.
1: So my number nine was Don't Be Cruel. And the, <clears throat> this song always reminds me of being younger because I think in my head this might have been the first Elvis song I remember hearing. Um because my dad's quite an Elvis fan, and we used to have all the vinyl and we used to have different ones. And that's the one I always remember putting on again. There was something about it at a young age that made me feel good. And I still get that feeling today when I listen to it. So it yeah. sends me straight back as <laughs> soon as I hear it, yeah. I'm like putting the vinyl oh, yeah. on just to listen to that one track again. Yeah. Don't know what it was about the song that hooked me, but yeah, it's still there. There's still the love for it for me.
2: Yeah. No, that's fair enough. Um, my number nine is Trouble. 1958 because yeah. I can remember I can't remember which album it was but Robbie Williams had a tv special where he based it on the Elvis 68 special where he had oh, yeah. he had massive his name in massive lights Robbie yeah and he started with Trouble okay yeah. which then went into one of his like new songs and it was only then that I thought myself when I listened to that I thought oh god what a great song that is and then I sort of refang the elvis version yeah um but that was one of the ones that i listened to today that made me sort of cement it in my top 10 yeah i just think it's a great rock and roll song it just yeah. it's, it's not your usual sort of um oh, what is it four by four or whatever the you know it's it's got a, a, a good groove to it and yeah. um yeah it's, it's it's my ninth
3: favorite uh, is that when Ar- you do aaron um. Every now and then, yeah, mm. yeah, not 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 all the time. Yeah, it's got, must, must put it in the set. It's, it's <laughs> quite a good one to start <laughs> with, actually. Is, yeah, yeah, because yes. they do. I think it's um they did trouble into guitar man. You know, the guitar man. It's like a little medley, right? Mm. So that's that's quite a good little medley. So it's um yeah, I quite like that one.
2: Awesome. Can you do you know what songs he used to start his live shows with?
3: Um well in the 70s. Um in the 70s it would have been like CC Rider and uh, That's All Right Right Mama. Right. Um that, that's I think that used to be the main ones for the 70s. Um I'm not sure any other ones. Um and then I think 1969, the first Vegas shows. You start with blue suede shoes. Oh right. So 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 the Vegas shows actually started in 69. People think it was 70s, but it, yeah. the first show was 1969. And he actually wore black suits for them, not white suits. Okay. Yeah, so um, and he'd start with blue suede shoes, and, and the shows are really fast. Everything was like mm. it was like punk rock, basically. If you listen to the early recordings of the, it's like really fast,
1: right? Oh. Yeah. Did he um always open his shows at Vegas? Because I had a, my dad had the vinyl one of the Vegas shows. Mm. Um, it always had the um, oh, I can't think of what it is the orchestral piece of music at the beginning. Um,
3: oh, not for um, uh. The- Space two thousand and one, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't Yeah, I think that was more sort of late, later, later seventies. I think when, I think when that, when, I'm not sure when that film came out.
1: Well, that was sixties, wasn't it? So yeah, was it, it yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. 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 Um, yeah so sort of, sort of mid seventies. I think they use that that right. big orchestra of um, yeah. the A Yeah, big yeah Build yeah, yeah. wasn't it? Huge yeah, it. Build. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, right, Aaron. Then you're number eight. Um yeah uh just can't help believing. okay yeah i just um really like that one a song by bj thomas he, he recorded that in the 70s it's like a country song yeah so i just really like that one nice and soft and tender like f- full of meaning um yeah i just really like that one and my, i think it's my dad's favorite even though he's not an elvis fan so he likes that one <laughs> <laughs> i think that's
2: one of the things about elvis is that even if people aren't Elvis fans they will have at least probably three songs that they love oh definitely yeah they're yeah. Elvis yeah I think that's what that's that's why he is so legendary I think it's or yeah I, you could say that about the Beatles or probably maybe maybe the Stones I don't know but I think mm. that's definitely a um, something to prove how iconic they are to use your word again Neil sorry uh, <laughs> uh, uh, number, eight. Doing it <laughs> number eight great <laughs> Neil
1: uh, you're the devil in disguise Oh, oh, did yes. you want my song, Pav? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's um, it's a foot tapper, isn't it? It's, a yeah, great, it's fantastic. It's a great song. <laughs> yeah. It's just I don't know. It's a feel good, another feel good song. It's a, it's um, yeah. As I say, it's a foot tapper, it's sing along, and it's one that I've always known throughout my life, and so I've always been listening to it. Um, yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of that song. Yeah.
2: Okay, that's fair enough, right? My number eight is "I Can't Help Falling in Love," nineteen sixty-one yeah. from the movie Blue Hawaii. Yeah. Um, And I think out of all the ver- I've heard, there are so many different versions of it. Especially, I think didn't you do a uh, a version of it? Didn't they? They did for. Um, yeah, that was for a
1: film, wasn't it? Oh, and was that for a film? Was yeah, it? it was sliver, wasn't it?
2: Was it? Oh yes, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. with all the pictures, TV screens. Okay. Um, it is a beautiful. Mm. Love song, and it's one of those songs that are quite simple that you could learn on the guitar as well. It's all very simple chords, but all the more for it being a great song with how simple it is. You know, it's the fact that so many well, 1961. So that's Jesus, 60 years ago. That that yeah, crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. <laughs> yeah it's, it's,
3: it's still being played and yeah and cut and covered, and yeah, it's beautiful, still, beautiful yeah, yeah. song. Yeah.
2: Um, okay, then Aaron, you're number seven.
3: Oh, Right, um, If I Can Dream. Yeah. So okay. yeah, the, the, the iconic song from the 1968 comeback.
2: Yeah, that's my um, number four, that is.
3: Yeah, yeah. So when Elvis, Elvis does two versions of it in the 60s, he does one in the white suit when he's dressed up really smart. And then he obviously does one in the in the uh, black leather. So there's two versions in that show. Oh, right. Um, if you find it on the internet. Um, but yeah, and I think it came off the back. I think the song's about Martin, Martin Luther King, apparently. And uh, I think it was just after obviously he'd been shot, I think Elvis sang the song. And uh, yeah, I think someone said um, after Elvis sang that, he, says, he said, I'm not never going to sing a song that doesn't mean anything again, you know, because he'd been singing so many movie songs that never meant, you know, they were just like, just like bubblegum music. And then, then obviously that song came along with full of meaning and, and that kind of cemented it for him. Apparently that's what I read. So yeah. Oh, right. I, yeah. I, I,
2: I... Uh, did google it and apparently they said that the there's direct quotes from martin luther king in the lyrics which yeah i i i didn't know and the one thing I'm that i can yeah yeah one thing that struck me about the first time i saw the 68 special mm. which would have been sometime in the 90s i think i probably would have seen it maybe yeah 2000s as soon as i saw that song then i realized where vic reeves got his style from <laughs> okay. Yeah, because yeah. that suit that white suit the, the he's white wearing suit, yeah, is yeah. exactly what Vic really used to yeah. wear on, on, yeah. on big, Night, big Night Out yeah is, is he thought,
3: a big oh, Elvis was he a big Elvis I is don't he know Elvis oh, <laughs> but he, he obviously <laughs> loved
2: the style the style, the style that, yeah that suit is exactly what he used to wear yeah yeah um, you know, right down, I think he even had like an actual white suit like that. You know, I thought, oh, yeah. my God, it's victory, yeah. even with the hair. The uh, hair yeah. down like that. I yeah, he oh, very mind. much yeah. had the
1: hair, didn't
3: I, 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 th- I think as well, I think, it's, I think it's the emotion that Elvis puts into that song. He just puts his yeah. all, you know, it's, it's, I think it's the end of the show puts he puts everything into it, you know, and he can hear it with his vocals. And, uh, yeah, I think that's why yeah, it's in there for me.
2: Yeah, and I think you have to put into context that whole 68 special, like where Elvis... Elvis was sort of far from being a, a real legend. He'd yeah, sort of, He yeah. sort of dropped off in popularity, mm. hadn't he? Before, oh, completely, yeah,
3: yeah. And he was, he was scared about doing the his come, you know, the whole comeback thing. If you watch his program on that, so how scared he was about doing that '68 comeback, he was he's absolutely petrified, apparently. So, yeah. And then obviously from that, he went into the Vegas, you know, think So yeah,
2: yeah. And I, I have to think that whole bit where he sat like in the round with with the, oh. the, the leathers on. Oh. Just oh, yeah. doing like, almost like the ver- the first ever version of mtv unplugged mm. oh, yeah it was and it is yeah. just it's mesmerizing
1: yeah. and it gives you goosebumps it does yeah and yeah, you it you really
2: all the women and the men just looking up at him in awe yeah, you know, thinking, yeah. oh my god we are right close to, to him yeah. you know and he's mm. back kind of thing uh yeah. right neil you're number seven
1: well, we talk about Elvis being cool and everything, and he's always been cool. But I didn't realize it until I first watched him sing "All Shook Up," and then that's when I realized that's cool. Elvis is cool. <laughs> oh, Elvis cool, yeah. is a good-looking, <laughs> cool dude. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, yeah. And so that song stuck with me. That was the first one that I sort of saw him as a as an artist rather than a celebrity. You know, when you are yeah. younger, Elvis was this god, this person that was. Way up there and oh, just yeah, doing <laughs> everything, yeah. and then I realised that no, he's he's an artist and he's a, a musician. So I was at that age where I suddenly tweaked that he wasn't an urethral figure and something mystical. He was just an American swinging his hips.
2: Mm. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, my number seven is um, the song that was I don't think it was released or it was number one just after he died, which is Way Down. Yeah, right, okay. in 1977. Now, I can remember, I was eight years old because um, I think he died a couple of weeks. Was it end of August that he died? It was the end of August, yeah. Wasn't it? Or was it Mid-August, something like that. And then he, he went to number one the following week, I think it was. So, I couldn't understand what was the big thing. Cause I didn't really know who Elvis was when I was like eight years old. I was yeah. more interested in this space film that was going to be coming out, <laughs> you know, but then I can remember the video. It was like a, it was, it was like somebody that obviously was dressing as Elvis, but all you could see was like his silhouette and then the song, and he was doing all the Elvis shapes. Um, but that song always seems to transport me back to August of 1977. Because I can remember, I think my mum was really upset, and then it was like, oh, it was in the paper: Elvis is dead, and I think there was a picture of him in his coffin and stuff it was, yeah. on the front page of whichever the mirror or the sun or whatever. And you saw, I sort of realised, oh, there's obviously this is this is big because I'd heard the name Elvis. Christmas, you'd watch Elvis movies or whatever, but you didn't really know, you know, who he was or what it was all about, and that was really the first time that made me realise that. Elvis Presley is not just, not well. Contradicting a little bit what you just said, Neil. That he's not just an American that can oh, know, right, yeah. shake his hips. He's he's a lot bigger than that, and he's he's like recognized all over the world as opposed to just being somebody that just sings a song or whatever. Um, yeah. So that's my number seven, um, Aaron. You're number six.
3: Oh, again another uh, one. It's got a song called "Stranger in a Crowd." okay so it's um i just really like it so it's off um again it's i like the live version from the 1970s off an album called that's the way it is and there's also a um a film called that's the way it is and that's it's kind of highlighting elvis's return to vegas and um i think i think this is i think it's on the outcuts. i think They they didn't actually put it in the main um video but um yeah, it's just one of the... You don't really hear it very often, but I just really like the song and uh I quite like the drumming in it. So, yeah, Stranger in the Crowd, the is called.
2: Is that more of an upbeat one or is that a ballad? Yeah,
3: it's, it, it's quite upbeat, actually. Yeah, it's quite upbeat. Yeah, it's got quite a, it's got a nice groove to it as well. So, yeah, if you can have a tough time, try and find that one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and like another,
2: one. And another one to add to the list? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Neil, you're number six. So it's Blue
1: Christmas. Yeah. This is my one of my all-time favourite Christmas songs. I know it's quite... As depressing as some people put it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but I think sad. it's beautiful. It's where I really I think you can really, really appreciate Elvis's voice on that one. I mm. think it's absolutely a beautiful beautiful recording. Um yeah, I just love that song. And I've heard a couple of cover versions of it, and it's almost shaky. yeah, just shaky. Don't like them. Just, just don't like them in comparison. Um. Yeah, just the best Christmas song. Well done, Elvis, for
3: giving yeah. it to us.
2: <laughs> so, where where do you stand on Shaky then, Aaron? Yeah, you know, the Welsh Elvis. Shaky.
3: Yeah, I um, we've got a bit of time for Shaky. I, I actually discovered um a while ago. is um some. I think I'll take it down on YouTube, but there's some footage of Shaky in 1972. And he's got his rock and roll band. I can't remember what they're called. I think it's, they're Shaking Stevens and the Sunsets. I think. Sunsets. Yes, that's right. Oh man, they are fantastic. And they're oh, uh, this. Uh, yeah, it's 1972, and it's just it's. Um, and I watched a documentary on him, and uh, you know, people just think he just appeared, you know, and made all this. But you know, he was going. He was in the 70s, you know, shaky was, and then obviously, yeah, well, the time he got to the 80s, he's um, yeah. He's, Quite big, was he in
1: the charts, really? Yeah, that broke him through, was it? Uh, uh, that, it was a, a, yeah,
2: this old house, wasn't it? I think, yeah, it yeah. was that before Green this, Door. Was yeah, it? I mean, he had he was one of one of, if not the biggest male solo artists of the 80s. was well, that, mm-hmm. yeah, right? and then he became a property magnet. He was like, yeah, did he? Yeah, any any okay. bands, any bands like sort of late 80s, early 90s bands that would like be staying in, you know certain places in london yeah he'd, he'd normally be their landlord oh, okay <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah he come, he come knocking on their green door asking for yeah some yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 well i yeah.
1: remember buying both the sing, i had both of them on the seven inch vinyl there you go the, this she drives me
2: crazy yeah, yeah. yeah that's it yeah, and of course
1: it. we talked to christmas and he had an iconic christmas song
2: himself didn't yeah he, he did indeed, yeah he did indeed he did Oh look, we should have just done shake his top ten. Think his top ten. yeah. I don't even know whether I would get to ten. Would we? <laughs> oh, I'm sure we would. I'm sure we would. Uh, right. Well, my number six was Are You Lonesome Tonight? The laughing version. So, Aaron, you're number five.
3: Um, it's the right. It's the first album that I ever bought. Um, I was about ten years old. It's a, it's, and there was a song called Separate Ways, okay. and it's a it's a very sad song. Yeah, and um, one of Elvis's bodyguards wrote the words for it. Um, a guy called Red West um I think yeah I think he wrote the words but not the music but um yeah and that was the first album I kind of saved my pocket well actually I went down the local post office and I walked in there There was his album cover in front of me with Elvis stood over a highway in his jumpsuit with a, I think he had a guitar I can't remember um yeah he had a guitar and uh, I saw it I thought wow wow look at that That's the, I've got to buy that so I went back home got me pocket money and I bought this album and and there's only probably two good songs on the album. Oh, you know, right. Probably, it, it's one of these, I don't know, you know, these albums are just to put together. And, um, but there's a song on it called Separate Ways. And it, that always kind of stuck stuck in my head, that song, you know, and always, uh, yeah, always quite, again, it's quite a sad song. Maybe, but yeah. Um, yeah, but I remember being touched by it when I was quite younger, you know, the, the whole thing. So yeah, it's separate ways.
2: Was that the first time you came across Elvis then?
3: No, the first time, that there was a, I had a day off school, actually. And uh, I remember finding my mum, she's not really an Elvis fan, but she had some records, the old rock and roll things. And I found an Elvis, it was a double a side with um, Marie's The Name and um, Latest Flame and um, Little Sister on the B-side. Mm, right. I, I remember putting that on and I was like, I was kind of hooked straight away, really. And I think i probably been eight or nine or something like that. Um, yeah, quite young. And I, was, yeah. I remember hearing that just, it's quite fast and upbeat and I thought wow this is fantastic and, and that's the first time and then obviously seeing pictures of Elvis and yeah and just the music's always been quite a big part of my life all the way all the way through my life really it's, it's helped me through kind of good times it's helped me through bad times you know it's it's, it's got me through you know a lot, a lot of stuff really in my life and uh yeah and so and sometimes I wish other people would you know just have a little taste of that and you know hopefully yeah mm-hmm. uh, you know some people come to the shows and think oh i really like that song um you know and you know they think it it's one song like you say you know it's changed people's minds on Elvis. you know yeah yeah so yeah
2: and it's it's mad because just just picture this kids that if you wanted a song or you liked an artist you'd have to walk down to a shop and buy a,
3: <laughs> buy a record
2: and then you couldn't ha- you'd have to wait until they released another record before you could get anything <laughs> else
1: but first of all you had to save up to be able to buy the record buy it. yeah you had to exactly. save your pocket money
2: exactly yeah. none of this yeah. just like flicking on a tv or a, a you know a, a alexa and you've got a million records you really that think, you yeah. can listen to it's it's crazy when you think about it that i can i can remember no. saving pocket money and going walking downtown to buy a single <laughs>
3: what
1: it is
2: you know what I mean yeah just well, go and buy a single because it was could, single. You know what single
3: it was you know your first I mean single oh god
2: that? my first single was um don't give up on us baby by David
3: soul oh yeah because well, I, I loved I yeah. love David soul so he had, yeah. he had
2: that he had um and going you sing in that, with my, you? Uh, No, I sing Silver Lady as Silver Lady. Is That's yeah, a yeah. great song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, even the even the B-sides. Black Bean Soup was one of the
3: B-sides. <laughs> I must check that one out Oh, there. my God.
2: All I want is Black Bean Soup and soup. you to make it with me. Oh, wow.
3: great I'm, I'm going to check that out later.
2: It is fantastic, <laughs> honestly. And he was great. He was, was... Yeah. You know, fantastic was, voice. Yeah, and it was that thing yeah. of, of looking in... Smash hits or whatever it was, mm. seeing what the new releases were and thinking, right, I've got enough money to go and buy the Frankie Goes to Hollywood or Adam and the Ants. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just go and buy their
1: Joe Dolce shut up your face. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Just something like that. Oh God. I kind of miss those days, you know. Well that's where yeah. we
1: became more I think we appreciate music more than the younger generations do because we we, we had to put time and thought into what you went to get yeah I mean, sometimes you made absolute ball you know balls up <laughs> shut up your face and things like that but you did you really had to think about what you were going to spend your one pound 49 on or yeah it it's was. true yeah
2: yeah you know yeah it's crazy it really
0: when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com host
2: is crazy right neil you're number five
1: well talking of vinyl um i won one of the top of the pops albums at the Mop fair do you remember those i do yeah and they were all covers well the one i won had burning love on and I yeah. thought it was the real version for years. <laughs> I love that song. It was my favourite. I didn't listen to a lot of the other tracks and I listened to Burning Love. Unbeknownst to me that it was a, a, a cover. And my dad suddenly heard, and he said, that's Elvis. And I went, yeah. And he said, but that's not Elvis. Oh, this yeah. is to this version. <laughs> and that's when I was introduced to it and it stuck with me. And I still love mm. that track. It's a great track, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great it's, party yeah. piece. It's a great number to put in the set. There's yeah, yeah.
3: It's, it's a great number that's, that's a good one
2: yeah you can you can i bet you throw some of the elvis shapes at that one don't you when it's the hunger hunger burning look. yeah you
3: can get moving with that one a little yeah bit. i said
1: <laughs> when i put it's on one of my playlists that i put through my generic uh voice activated thing i'm not going to say because it'll go off because it's right next to me <laughs> yeah yeah and um yeah i still do it now you know, even with a bad hip, I only swing one side. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It so so, just gets you like that, doesn't
2: it? Yeah, when it's something like that, Aaron, do you have to, like, stand in front of a mirror and watch him on YouTube to get the movements right? Or do, um, you, do you just yeah, do what you think,
3: you know? What yeah, you you I, you do, I do watch the videos. Um, and it's, like, all the little small mannerisms. You, you, watch, you watch all the little details and stuff, even if it's, you know, stuff messing with your collar or, or sh- like, shrugs or... And that, again, that's a constant working, you know, or, or you can, you could of a video and you watch it and you think, oh, I've got that completely wrong. So you've got to got, like learn it, you know, just learn it. And say again, chuck some of your own bits in maybe. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a, the, the little mannerisms and just a little, even like a turns of the heads and, you know, just watching the video really closely. Mm. Um, and probably when you go to events, people would notice that. But obviously if you're doing a gig in a pub, you know, people, you know to that people probably wouldn't even realize what you're doing but you know um when when you do the proper big events you know people do pick up on that
2: it is it is one of the things i admire as you as a performer Mm. because whenever i'm singing i'm holding on to that microphone stand like (laughs) like like it's a life jacket you know because i'm just i'm not going to jump around Whereas like Elvis never used a microphone stand, did he? He's just stood there making shapes and
3: yeah. And, and yeah. you've
2: got to do that when you're singing. You can't yeah. sort of be Elvis holding on to a microphone stand. No. You've got to be doing the moves and the.
3: I think it's funny. Like in the early fifties, he used to use the microphone stand a lot because he used to like the fifties. You watch him. He oh, suppose... used to use that. Yeah, with because the microphone was stuck on there. Yeah, know, the, the old fifties ones and the seventies. I think. He used to use the stand for a couple of songs and then obviously take the mic off and then, yeah, he'd be moving around quite a bit and doing his thing, you know, so, yeah.
2: Fair enough. Right, my number five is uh Maria's The Name of His Latest Flame. Yeah. seven from the movie Loving You, written by Doc Pomus and Mort Doc. Schumann. Kharky. Um, He also wrote Viva Las Vegas as well. I didn't that, know that. That must be... <laughs> that must be the same as, like, maybe writing a song for... Oh, I don't know. Who's the biggest band of of now? The BTS or whatever. Mm. Get it? That's Coldplay. The, the the, 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 the Cold Korean pop. Pig. The Korean pop. Yeah, but the Korean they're the biggest band in the world at the moment. Neil, come on, get with it. All oh, right. BTS. <laughs> they're one of these K-pop. is not like but... the type
1: of song are they?
2: No. Yeah, they are apparently. <laughs> I've never heard one of their songs, but it's it must be like writing a song for the biggest band in the world. It must yeah. be like, you know you, mm. you, you, to get a chance to write a song for Elvis. Jesus, and then the money you must make or have made from that over the years. But yeah. um I I I love this song. It was very close to being higher up in my in my top ten. Um yeah. I think in regards to his early stuff, this is my sort of favorite one of his his early stuff. So um and I can't remember which movie is loving you. That's not when he's yeah, a cowboy, is it?
3: I don't know. Is love me tender, I'm isn't not, it? Yeah, I'm not too hot on the movies, to be honest. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I was straight into the 70s. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Uh, right, Aaron, then you're number four. Um, from the Hello from Hawaii show um, in 1973, we've got the big eagle suit on with a big eagle cape, um, American trilogy. Right.
0: The
3: um, uh, glory, glory, hallelujah, you know, the big ending, you know, mm. that I remember hearing that for the first time it literally sent goosebumps at the back of my hair and and it still does you know i I, mm-hmm. I still listen to that in the car and i still get that you know when your hair stands up on the back of your when it hits those mm-hmm. notes at the end um yeah so um yeah that's that's a, a big one for me as well yes it's uh
2: Okay, um, Neil, you said Viva Las Vegas was your number four. It was, yeah. Um, I had if I can dream, uh, if I can dream from the '68 special as yeah. my number four. So back to you, Aaron, for your number. Oh, three. that was a quick one. Yeah, it was um, a quick one.
3: Yeah, another one of my big favourite songs is a song called. Uh, it's written by a guy called Eddie Rabbit. It's a country song. It's called Kentucky Rain. Um, yeah, fantastic song. It's um, I think it's because it's got a bit of a story to it. It's, um, it's a story about lost love, I suppose, and uh, yeah, so um, that was recorded in the American Sound Studios of that 1969 Suspicious Minds in the Ghetto um, era, and and again, I was just seeing his voice sound absolutely fantastic in that one, yeah. It's, that was one of my favourites.
2: Which, which era do you think his voice sounded the best?
3: Oh, God, I, I do, I really think that, I think just for me... You know, that 1969, 70, 71, I think um, that kind of those early Vegas shows, I think. those Yeah, so maybe three years. Even like the 68 comeback. I mean, yeah, I mean, again, probably 68 if you listen to that show. And then, mm. yeah, sort of a good four or five years. Um, but then later on, he was doing some big, you know, he wasn't moving around so much, but he was doing big, he was belting out some big songs, mm. you know. Um, yeah, but I think that's definitely for me. I think those. Yeah, maybe we said late '68 to '71 for me.
2: Yeah, again, because I, I watched the 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 version of Unchained Melody. Yeah, when, when he was heavy, and mm. and his, his mate is holding the and he's at the piano. Charlie Hodge, yeah, that was his yeah, best mate. It, yeah. You yeah. can sort of see that near the end he's not playing the piano at all, is he? He's yeah, yeah, Moving yeah, his hands up and yeah, down, some, some but piece, yeah. he sounded
3: phenomenal. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, the
2: way he sang that song. Yeah, and it and was like six t- weeks
3: before he died. That yeah, was as well. Yeah, because when crazy. he was
2: talking before the song, he struggled yeah. to get his words out. He sounds oh like yeah, just doped up to the to the eyeballs. But as soon as place, he starts yeah. singing,
3: oh fantastic, yeah,
2: unbelievable,
3: unbelievable.
2: Yeah. You would never know that, like you say, he was like a month and a half away from,
3: from yeah, dying.
2: absolutely crazy.
3: Yeah,
2: uh, right then, Neil, you're number three. So it's a little less
1: conversation. And um, this one I'd forgotten about. I used to love it as when I was younger, and then they re-released it, didn't they, with the dance mix. I can't remember who did it for, um, was it for a movie or something? And it reignited my love of the song. Um, I just think it it's probably is his greatest party one to me. Yeah. You know, we're all swinging our hips and everything and gyrating around, but this is a great, great party record and a great song. And like I said, I'd completely forgotten about it. I used to love it as a kid, hadn't heard it for years and then they did i don't know who did the remix somebody I think did, it's like it.
2: jxl or something yeah like something like that <laughs> so, yeah. but when it
1: came something out never. i was just like oh my god i love that song wasn't it from like yeah. ocean's 11 or something did something it... like that wasn't it
2: but i it completely, completely forgot me of, about it like a flyover of a, a vision of vegas for something. yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i know exactly what you mean but yeah i mean it must be one
3: that you enjoy performing aaron surely do you know what? I don't actually sing it. Do you not? I don't actually do it. Wow. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's strange. Yeah, people. Are, it's one song I've never learned. I don't know why. Don't ask me why, but yeah, I've just never learned it. <laughs> yeah. I don't why. Why? Because yeah, to yeah. me, that
1: that to yeah, me is, is one of the, them, the yeah. perfect party song. Yeah, really, yeah. Is. I must learn
3: it. I, all right, that's my goal for, for this year, although or, or next year, learn that song. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll well, we'll put it on the list. Be at the front row okay. Our own <laughs> briefs <at you>. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah wasn't that the song that got him like past the beatles as the 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 most biggest selling artist yeah, yeah. Most I, number ones, I think yeah yeah
1: but yeah it, it's amazing what you forget isn't it um yeah when you're growing up and then getting reignited with it like that it was just a wonder to listen to again and, mm. you know and that and it shows because as i said i put the most listened to on my iTunes list and that's came up third oh, so right. it must still be something yeah
2: Mm. Uh, right, my number three is from 1973 uh, and for me one of the most beautiful um, love songs ever written uh, Always On My Mind Oh now, yeah. it, does, it doesn't matter, matter whether it's uh, Willie Nelson whether yeah. it's the Pet Shop Boys um, but the Elvis version I think has got yeah. so much emotion to it Oh mm. completely, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, again, sort of in, in, in line with what I said about him singing um, Unchained Melody his whether it's the the recorded version or the any live version you see, yeah, it's a fantastic, fantastic song. And he just all he does is elevate a beautiful song into something, you know, even yeah.
3: More yeah, iconic, yeah. Neil. yeah, yeah, iconic, <laughs> iconic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, iconic, iconic.
2: Written by Wayne Carson, Mark James, and Johnny Christopher. There oh, okay. There you go. There you go. There's Wayne Carson was near jockey. No. Okay. That was Willie Carson. No, Willie Carson. Carson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then, Aaron, your right
3: too. A song I never get bored of, I probably all the time. Uh, originally, it was written in 1958 and uh, recorded by Vince Edwards and then released by Ray Peterson in 1959. And it's Elvis's version, 1970s, is The Wonder of You. Wow, beautiful um, Yeah, I, I love, you know, I never get bored of that song. Uh, I love singing it. Um uh, you know, probably hear it everywhere you go, but I don't know. I just, I just, I just really like that song. So, yeah. Isn't that that's one of, of the
2: per- that's one of the perfect singing songs to get the crowd singing?
3: Yeah, I it? think so. Yeah, yeah. Whoa,
2: yeah, I think so. yeah, it's just perfect. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. one of those songs that if you are having a bad gig, a bit <laughs> like Sweet Caroline or anything like that, <laughs> yeah. do that one, and it doesn't yeah. matter. People will. It doesn't matter if they're having that's a bad the time. They will yeah. sing, sing that part of that things. Time.
3: Yeah. But again, if you get if you can f- listen, find the original, um, the the Ray Peterson 1959 version. It's um it's really slow, you know. It's, it's like a little country ballad.
2: All right.
3: Um, but mm-hmm. it's quite interesting. It's, it's it's quite a good song, yeah. It's quite because a lot of the Elvis songs as well. When I when I do sing them, I try and find out the information about them, who sang them originally, and I, I found I find the the original versions of them as well. Right. So it, it kind of helps you understand, you know, know where that has come from and. I guess a bit of knowledge to it. So, um yeah.
2: Okay.
1: So there's a beauty.
2: Go on, then, Neil, your number two.
1: In the ghetto, or as uh, you will ever remember it as, is in the ghetto, pal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, That's my number two as
2: well.
3: It just, this yeah,
1: for me reminds me of holidays. We used to make, it would be whichever year my brother and I would take turns into making tapes. And it was always on one of our car trip tapes. In the days when you had to record the vinyl, remember that? It took forever to line that up and get it right without the crackles. But yeah, we used to it reminds me of summer holidays as well, going driving wherever we were going as a whole family singing along to in the ghetto bizarrely. Um, but it's also a beautiful song. It's it really is a great, great song.
3: Yeah, it's fantastic.
2: I don't think anybody, anybody does story songs as well as Elvis mm. the, the, you know because that is that is a story song it's telling yes. you about like this particular woman and a child or whatever mm. I think there's so many especially, like I say listening to a lot of Elvis songs today and a lot of them are this happened this happened this happened and this yeah. is how I feel about it I mean I suppose all songs are like that but mm. but specific story songs I don't think there's anybody that sings them as well or performs mm. them as well as Elvis
3: I think that song was originally called The Circle, if I believe, by I the guy who actually wrote it originally. I think. I'm not. I think Mac it was David. called The Circle. Yeah, and I think it might be called uh, The Circle originally. Yeah. Because oh, right. I think
0: mean,
3: okay. it's just like The Circle, isn't it? People just... Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah.
2: Good knowledge there, Aaron. That's good. Yeah. Apparently, yeah.
3: I might, I might be completely wrong. <laughs> I read that, yeah. We'll fact-check after this. Yeah, we can, yeah fa- we can... Fact yeah. uh, yeah, that, yeah. We can Google yeah. it. We
2: can Google it. Right. So... Um, Aaron, if you want to give us your rundown from 10
3: to 2. Oh, okay. 10 till 2. Yeah. Right. So uh, number 10 was Stand By Me. Uh, Number 9 was Edge of Reality. Number 8 was Just Can't Help Believing. Number 7, If I Can Dream. Number 6, Stranger in a Crowd. Number 6, Separate Ways. Uh what are we on number five here? That, that was five separate ways. Okay, five, five. Yeah. <laughs> uh four is a very good trilogy. And uh three is Kentucky Rain. Number two is a wonder you.
2: Okay, Neil, do your ten to two, please.
1: Okay, so at number ten, I had Lonesome Tonight, the version with the laughter in number nine, don't be cruel. Number eight, you're the devil in disguise. Number seven, all shook up, number six, blue Christmas. Number five, burning love. Number four, Viva Las Vegas. Number three, A Little Less Conversation. And at number two, In the Ghetto.
2: Okay, and my is number ten, Viva Las Vegas. Nine, Trouble. Eight, Can't Help Falling in Love. Seven, Way Down. Six, Are You Lonesome Tonight, the laughing version. Five, Maria's the Name of His Latest Flame. Four, If I Can Dream, the 68 special version, uh, specifically. Three, Always On My Mind. Two in the ghetto I think because I was expecting way more um, Duplicates than Than we've had And I think also that goes to show you How many great songs that Elvis Did with the fact that we've Gone well we've got one each Left so we've done 27 songs And I think there's only a couple of of duplicates, which is yeah. uh, crazy. Really. And
1: so far, none of the early stuff that you know, I mean, yeah, like, coming to number or, one, like Hound Dog, and all of the those, yeah, sort yeah, of or, 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 or,
3: the, or the Sun stuff, you know, the early mm. Sun material, yeah, yeah. you know, that that nineteen fifty, that really early stuff that he yeah. fully started, you know. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, we haven't strange. mentioned none of that.
2: Yeah. no. Well, but we might do now. So, Aaron, <laughs> what's your number one? Your number one? Right.
3: My Elvis all-time favourite song is a song called... It's a country song. And, uh, again, that's the way it is. Uh, and the live version I really like. And it's a song called Just Pretend. Um, again, it's yes. quite a sad ballad. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's one of... The, I think, again, this that is the power in his voice um, in the chorus. And it's, it's one of the... Hardly songs I I I, I can sing. <laughs> I find difficult, you know. Really, really pushes me, mm. and I, I don't sing it. I don't sing it after a heavy weekend. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you know, you're in the middle of a set or something like that. But um, yeah, just I just again, I think just the raw motion of the song. Uh, I think that um, really really does it for me. Yeah
2: okay that's another well we'll have to definitely check that one out as that's your yeah. number one so yeah, well uh, we'll it has to be
3: the, it has to be the live version right, right okay <laughs> yeah.
2: right then neil your number one
1: suspicious minds okay. good old classic suspicious <laughs> minds. yeah yeah i mean everybody probably knows this song unless you've only just been born recently <laughs> um i even enjoy the cover versions that have been um you know the people that have, have passed it down um but yeah, it's a great number, it's a great song. And um what's the live version? I can't think of what it's from. I've watched it quite regularly on YouTube. He's very, very um there's a lot of movement from Elvis in the live yeah. version that he so does. That it, that, isn't
3: that, it? that would be in, that's that's the way it is. That's the, the film. So Right. Oh, it's from yeah, on so, that one. Yeah, yeah. So is that the one when he
2: crouches right down?
3: That's it. Yeah, yeah, right
1: yeah, down.
2: It's,
3: it's, yeah, so that's that, 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 that's that's the way it is, yeah.
1: That's the best version of that song. That's I mean, the one, that, yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> he is enjoying himself on that yeah, version, isn't yeah. he? And he's really giving it 110 hundred and ten. Yeah, he looks, he looks
3: great, doesn't he? He looks really good. You know, yeah, he's trim, you know, he's just, his voices. Yeah, yeah, just, just there
1: yeah. and immaculate. But oh, we all want to be Elvis, really. Yeah, don't we don't all be Elvis. All. <laughs> have
2: have you have you done that version, Aaron? Have you done yeah, that where you, um, you you do you get
3: really really low down? I, I tried to, yeah, I tried to. And it's sometimes <laughs> it don't happen. And then, yeah, if you haven't warmed up yet, you know, back the next morning. And, and you got to watch The Jumpsuit and Split as well. That's, that's the, the that's thing. Yeah, sort of you know, you've got to watch yeah. that. you got to watch that. And then uh, or sometimes you could do like a half move. Yeah, sometimes you get down, do a, do do course, a half a move.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course, our, um, Elvis was... Um, uh, keen karate, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, was yeah. karate yeah. and martial arts like that, wasn't he? He's probably that so early
3: athlete. 70s he was mm. he was probably doing quite a lot then. So yeah, yeah.
1: So he was nice and flexible and able to do that. Yeah, I wouldn't like to have seen it in like 76, 77 No, he? no, he wouldn't be able <laughs> so much. <laughs> that but, that yeah.
2: white jumpsuit wouldn't have stayed white for a long. No, no, he'd <laughs> have had no. an accident. I tell you. Yeah. Um. Right. So my number one is something that that Aaron did uh, mention earlier on, and it's American trilogy.
3: Yeah.
2: Um I again I only I watched the video from I'm not sure where it was which show it was that's on YouTube. It's probably the Hello It might might, may well be, but but like you said, that moment when the glory glory hallelujah. (laughs) I mean I'm not I'm not religious at all, but that moment when the horns go boom boom like yeah. you say, it's just the the hairs on the back of your neck just stand on end. Oh yeah, it's mm. fantastic. And even yeah. even Elvis that you see in the video and he's like he's snarling because he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> he give does. it all he's got and he's go on yeah, he just smash it and yeah, <laughs> and it is it is a great song, in like a three three part song. There's like different yeah. parts parts to the song and fantastic. the the harmonies when he says, Come on, fellas, and they do I wish I was in Dixie mm. at the start of the song. It's mm. it's I don't. For me, it's not just one of my favorite Elvis or the favorite Elvis song. It's one of my favorite songs. I think of all time, it would definitely be in my top twenty, maybe even top ten. I think it's just wow. a fantastic song. I can always remember. I'm not sure whether it was the Aloha, uh, the Aloha live show, but they showed it on TV, and there was a bit. You know, as as you do too, Aaron. Was one of the one of the, my favorite bits. I was watching you is when you're handing out the silk scarves. Oh. And- <laughs> I love that bit. I love no, yeah, that. No, yeah. Women love that, don't they? They yeah. absolutely love it. But I can remember watching the video, and this woman grabs one of Elvis's scarves, and somebody behind her grabs the scarf
0: <laughs> and point. literally throttles
2: her <laughs> because she tries to take it off, and you see her head snap back. Back, yeah. Because the person behind <laughs> us grabbed the scarf, it. and then and then I was watching. I can't remember. I think on Sky Arts they had. Um, Elvis live, and yeah. he f- he threw his um he threw his belt off at the end of the end of the, oh, the
3: He had his cape as well, we and the cape. M- off. He and he, cape he egg, yeah threw
2: it into the crowd, and I said, to "Yeah, him, I said, fuck me! it must be worth a fucking fortune.'" <laughs> yes. Those people, yeah, can were. imagine the fights in the, this respectable Las Vegas crowd, all there, <laughs> sat at their tables having their gin and tonics? All of a sudden, yeah. cape comes from and they're all True. just <laughs> ripping it to shreds. But it
1: must have been heavy
3: as well.
2: Absolutely. But the fact (laughs)
3: that
2: he just just tossed it into the crowd, then took his (laughs) belt off and tossed it into the crowd. Yeah, Yeah, crazy. crazy. (laughs) Absolutely crazy. Um, Right. Before we chat a bit more to you, um, Aaron, I've got some honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, Rob James said burning love. Uh,
3: Joe
2: Joe Moore said in the ghetto. Uh, Claire Slade, the wonder of you. Yeah, uh, awesome. Jane Miles. Now, she had a bit of a theme with her favorite songs. She had Don't Cry, Daddy, <coughs> uh, That's All Right, Mama, <laughs> Little Sisters. Uh, she said, I don't have any brothers. She said, <laughs> and then she went, Oh, Old Shep, Don't Forget the Dog. So, no she dog, covered yeah. everybody. With ever that say, one. Yeah, uh, Sarah Barnes said, How to Choose, uh, visited Graceland not so long ago. Amazing. Uh, Paul Spur said, Mystery Train oh yeah
3: fantastic um, train. yeah
2: yeah Shirley burt said if i can dream yeah uh now our friend ross carpenter from the uh the this country side of uh, things uh i'll apologize now aaron okay <laughs> uh i did slap his wrists for this but he said true story elvis presley played a character called ross carpenter in the 1962 film girls 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 that's fair enough i knew that ross carpenter would get himself sorted in that uh, <laughs> content then he said musically i used to be a fan but he stopped uh being always on my mind <laughs> <laughs> he says i think all the tribute acts put me off him as they made him a figure of fun now i, yeah. mean, I don't know uh, obviously you are in that world do you are yeah. there some uh, are there some people that maybe do it a little bit more in, I think because you just I think do, yeah you, you you have fun doing it but you're sort of being serious doing it aren't you yeah
3: I think um I think they've, they've had a bad press over the years tribute tribute guys but I think the last um I don't know maybe the last 10 years you know it's, re- it's really come on you know the, the, the suits have come on and uh I don't know just the, res- the, the respect for Elvis you know and none of us Think we we're Elvis, you know. None, none of us think well, we're we're the next Elvis Presley. Or we're just paying our tribute to mm. to our hero, and um, yeah, to, to the best of our abilities. And there is a different, all different abilities. And uh, and I just think you know, if you can do a gig and, and you can make one new Elvis fan like his music, then you know that's that's a positive thing. Whether it's you you know a young kid or you know or somebody who's never heard him before, or mm. you know, so I think. Um, but yeah, you know, there, there is all different you know like wh- wh- whatever you do is all different qualities of tributes you know <laughs> Ooh, sorry you know, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's um, that yeah, fuck, yeah. and it's, um, it's keeping his music alive as well isn't it mm. that's the thing yeah yeah i mean so some of the guys that you know some of the guys i like watching i mean they're absolutely fantastic you know they're so good and um yeah just pay you know a sincere tribute to to elvis as best as they can you know and like like you know in the inter- entertainment industry you can't keep everybody happy and you're never going to keep everybody happy. You no, know, absolutely. you just, you just, you just, you just do your thing. If people don't like it. Well, do they that. don't need yeah. to listen. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, you know, if, if your friend, you know, get, get him to come out and see some other tribute guys, you know, some, some of the top guys, and then you might have a change of heart, you know, so, yeah, absolutely. because there is some, yeah, so, absolutely. yeah.
2: Although Ross did get, he said for him though, uh, in order. Uh, His top ten is... uh, Well, he's nine, actually. I don't know why he's... uh, (laughs) But um, She's Not You at Nine, Don't Be Cruel, Crying in the Chapel, Return to Sender, It's Now or Never. They're a bit more earlier. Yeah,
3: they're earlier. Early early 60s, yeah.
2: Uh, Four in the Ghetto, Three Are You Lonesome Tonight, Two The Girl of My Best Friend, and One Love Me Tender was his...
3: Yeah, early 60s stuff there, yeah. There you go. Uh, Stuart
2: Saunders said, Suspicious Minds is my favourite favorite closely followed by always on my mind uh ever since visiting graceland i've been a confirmed fan and finally laura gollop just said i love suspicious minds so there you go that's neil good. that's great, good great mind alike, <laughs> like there. Yeah. um so you did um you did a gig as we we're recording this not long ago at the sundial in Sirencester.
3: yes yeah um
2: like with a full band how did that go i've seen some of the footage and it seemed like it was uh, a lot yes. of fun
3: yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, When I initially booked the theatre, you know, I was, I was thinking, oh, "Have I done the right thing?" You know, and uh, the tickets started going slowly, selling slowly, and then they picked up. And you know, it's always a gamble, you know. You, you book the theatre, and you think, that people "Are people going to come and watch you?" And because you know, you, you know, the expense to put these things on, and uh, yeah. and luckily, uh, when it came to that, you know, everybody came out. You know, which I'm really grateful for. You know, it, you know, nearly a full house. You know, it was and it was a great night, you know. Everybody was up out of their seats the second half of the show. And I was quite nervous because I hadn't done anything for a year, literally. A show like that with a band, and uh, the musicians are fantastic, you know, because we don't actually rehearse together. We we literally just they turn up. I tell them what songs I want. We have a little sound check before, and and off we go. So it's um, but I just shows how good musicians they are, you know. But um, mm. oh, yeah. And so the crowd fantastic. It's you know makes me, you know sort of uh, makes my night as well, and all the musicians. So. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully that, we do one next year, hopefully. We're just planning to do one next for next year now. So
2: yeah. That must be quite daunting though if you haven't rehearsed with them.
3: Are you telling yeah, them what
2: version of the song you're doing and stuff? So Yeah,
3: yeah. So, so generally, yeah. You just say, you know, that's so like the 70s version of that. So because some of the 50s songs were sort of into the seventies, so it's a slightly different key, maybe. I don't know. Um yeah. So and then um and you just kind of add you know, add live with stuff, you know, if you go wrong or you just Or you you kind of direct the band a bit as well, if you know, you like, you know, if you want to go faster or slower or carry on or yeah, yeah. So you just kind of go along really and just see how the night goes. I think this makes it more interesting, more exciting. You don't know exactly what's going to happen. next. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The
2: the videos I saw, it did look like it was it was loaded. Yeah. um, Yeah. Have you got anything else? Anything else lined up?
3: Yeah, we're, I am in. The, so there's the Benidorm Elvis Festival in um, two weeks' time. So I'm off to Spain for um, for uh, four days. So that's um, that, That's a great weekend as well, the Benidorm Elvis Festival. Um, and then we've got what's on. Uh, we've got a weekender in Coventry, and then January we've got the European Championships in Birmingham, um, oh, yeah. which is a competition and there's showcases there. So I still I still do the odd competition every now and then, you know. Um, I just uh, yeah, I just tend to do the shows now. So um but yeah, it's just a great place to meet people if, if you can ever make it to a weekend uh, you know meet new friends and uh yeah it's just a fantastic way of meeting, you know, like-minded Elvis fans and f- new friends. So
1: Excellent I would like to Steph. say, if anybody hasn't seen Aaron as Elvis, get down and see him wherever you can, because it is fantastic. It's a great show. Absolutely, thank you. And, thank you. Uh, and the, the women go gaga over. They there, do, and you will too.
2: Yeah, and the thing that always strikes me with Aaron is, is, he's, he's one of the most sort of quiet, unassuming guys that you'll ever meet. But then you see him on stage as Elvis, and yeah. he's, he's a fucking beast. <laughs> he's an absolute beast. He's, he's, he's such. A, a just good value to go and watch. He's a such a great, a great, great <laughs> performer. Um he really is. So yeah, if you ever get a chance, have you got like a, a Facebook page or um I've like got that, obviously
3: or, my Facebook Aaron Emir or um there's um Aaron E Elvis Tribute on Facebook. There's yeah so either, either friend request me on my Aaron Emir or or just go on to the Aaron E. Elvis tribute We'll put Tramp we'll put the link eight, for
2: yeah. the, the Elvis Tribute one in the show notes for the for the yeah, podcast okay. so people can yeah. just click it up. Uh, right okay. then, Neil, over to you. Let everybody know how they can contact us. Of
1: course. So you can find us on all the social medias, like I say, at Top Ten Pods. That's T-O-P-T-E-N-PODS. Email us if you've got any questions or anything you'd like to know, or even any reviews on our previous shows at top ten pods at hotmail.com. And do please come and help support the podcast. It means the world to us at patreon.com forward slash top 10 pods, where you'll get rewards such as our episodes super early bonus episodes behind the scenes videos, and even a chance to be on your own pod. And then you can check out all of our links via the link tree. And you can find the link in the show notes. And then please, 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 we beg you, do please come and subscribe. Leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or subscribe and follow on Spotify, Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast from.
2: There you go. So listen to the man. Um, and and the Patreon, we've got some really, really good um, rewards and some little bits and pieces that we're giving away as well. So, uh, And it obviously helps us. It keeps the lights on. And it uh, keeps us going. So, uh, once again, Neil, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you
1: very much. I'm going to go and watch the comeback special now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I <might> do that. <laughs> I
2: really am. Oh, I might do that, uh, Aaron. It's, it's been a real pleasure to speak to oh, you, thank mate. You. Thank, thank you so you. much. Been, been Always thank good you. to see you, Aaron. Yeah, thank and you. Hope to
3: see you around sometime. Absolutely, oh, yes, definitely. And
2: uh, thank you very much for listening and for watching. And Elvis has left the building.
3: Thank you very much. <laughs> Nine.
0: on